0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: The world we live in has become a crazy place. Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs, and we now have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. Keep seeking the answer to poverty through government, and the problem will continue to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, not in Washington or any state's capital. The long-term success of our country will come through our children if we teach them perseverance, humility, honor, character, hope, and love. And love will lead to action. This is The Mickey Ellison Show. How we raise our children today will be our legacy for good or evil. Let's change the world. Now, here is Mickey Ellison.
2: Good morning and welcome to the Mickey Ellison Show or afternoon if you're listening on demand or night if you're listening on demand, whenever you may be listening. Um, We are coming up on what could be the uh, twilight of the Mickey Ellison Show, but we're going to go out with a bang. So uh, I've got a big announcement to to make today. I've talked uh, in in the past about a a new website that we're putting together and the beginnings of it exist. I've actually published it and there's a reason why this show is, has been named what it is, why the, the title of this show is called Faith, Finance, and Fitness, because that is the actual website name. It's, it, it's www.faith financeandfitness.com. There's going to be a lot more added to it. Um, I just wanted to put it out there so you'd know it actually exists. And and today's show is going to be one where we're going to have a little bit of fun because we're going to actually throw in all those areas and that may lead to what we talk about in the next uh, three to four weeks if that's the timing of when the show is going to end. Um, I still don't know exactly what date that is. But somebody at Voice America will let me know that at some point. So, hey, welcome to the show. We're going to talk a little bit in the first segment. We're going to talk about physical fitness. We're going to, second segment. We're going to talk about financial fitness, and I'm going to teach you some things that whether you like them or not, they're true. And I'm going to give you some advice from from a financial planning standpoint of which I've been in for the last 16 years, currently managing over 30 million dollars in in assets under management, and um, some steps that you may take. Uh, some people you may seek out and one of those people has been on the show and then in the end we're going to love you with the truth because we're going to talk about complete fitness um, and you may I, I hope you don't tune us out by the time you get there because um, we're gonna have a lot of fun with this so we're gonna start this segment off with um, it might be a little cheesy but man i love rocky and we're gonna talk about physical fitness i'm gonna talk about um, what I do each and every day, and we're going to have a place on the website where you can eventually join a group that uh, is an accountability group that we do that. If uh, you live in different parts of the country, we're going to put together a place where you can connect with those in your part of the country if it's easier to do there. Um, Michael Gowan has been on the show. He doesn't know this. I'm announcing it out loud. We'll, we'll be someone that I will refer people to um, as far as being able to help because he can help you do some of the things that I'm doing. Um, and in the financial fitness, uh, we'll talk a little bit about what I do and my plans as far as the uh, financial planning industry goes. Um, And we will hit a little bit on um, who I think has the best plan, and and it's very simple as far as an overall financial plan is concerned, and he's been a guest on the show, and if I can talk him into it, we'll have him back on before the show ends. So let's go with a little cheesy, but it's also – the truth when you're talking about physical fitness and i'm going to ask justin to play no easy way out from from the old rocky movies so Justin, if you would play that song for us now
3: We can shed this skin. We can know how we feel inside. Instead of going down an endless road, not knowing if we did or lied.
2: There's no easy way out. I hate to break it to you. If you're looking to lose weight, there is no easy way out. So how did I do it? 12, 12 years, not 12 years ago. Heck, my son's 14 now. And I will post these pictures on the website so that you can see them and I can post pictures of today um, to see where we're at today. And, and I've been fortunate to, I say fortunate, uh, I guess fortunate because God's given me um, the, the health and the ability to continue to do this for, for 14 years. But 14 years ago, my son was born, my oldest son, Jordan. And there's a picture. It's on the Facebook page, but I'll, I'll put it on to the uh, – I'll do some self-humiliation and put that picture on uh, on the website as well, which is, again, it's faithfinanceandfitness.com. Um, hopefully, you'll go visit that. There will be much, much more to come. It may be a slow process. It may not be a slow process because I'm actually building it myself. You know, it's funny, and I'm going to hit this a little bit um, and, and maybe in another segment, but, you know, as we've started doing this as far as the dollar a day and, and what we're doing with the Road to Complete Fitness, it's been amazing to me how many times you go to look for someone to help, but they always want to know what's in it for me. I actually played that on the on the Facebook page, show. I think it's a show Facebook page, it's from uh, the movie, how uh, was the movie? Field of Dreams, one of my favorite favorite deals. And, and the I can't remember his name. Um, oh, Kevin Costner was talking to to Shula's Joe, and he says, "I haven't asked anything. I Haven't asked anything for me. I've just done what you've told me to do. But now I want to know what's in it for me." So, we there's people out there that will do it. They will receive a benefit. But they're not doing it for what's in it for them. So um, let's get to the fitness side. So 12, 12 14 years ago now, um, there's a picture that I had um, had taken at, at Myrtle Beach when we were down visiting in, uh, in 2001. Actually, it's interesting. It was right around 9-11, but uh, um, we had to drive. We couldn't fly. But we went down, we visited, and I got to see that picture. And the picture was the first sign – that I recognized, I knew I was overweight, but the one that I first recognized from, "Wow, you dude, you're you're not just overweight, you're fat." And uh, several months, a year or so later, um, I was trying on some pants, and and at that point in time, I was in a size thirty eight, going to a size forty, and and swore that I would never ever wear a size forty. So you want to ask what I did, and I've said it a couple times on the show. I started to run. I went outside, and I and I began with an hour. I'm not saying that if you're trying to lose weight that you can be begin with an hour, but that's what I did. And I started, I would walk a little bit, I would run a little bit. I'd walk a little bit, I'd run a little bit. And over time, it got to the point where I could just run the whole time. And within a year or so, I was down to my college play, playing weight of about 180 pounds. And you say, well, how have you maintained it? I never stopped. I never stopped going to work out. It's about consistency. You can. I, I see people. I'll give you an example of how I think I can relate this. I coach um, uh, several youth baseball programs, but the one I'll, I'll focus on more is, is our our fourteen. Actually, it's our sixteen U team. My kid just happens to be fourteen on the sixteen U U team. But I hear kids often tell me that if I ask them. How many of you want to pl- start at the varsity level in high school? How many of you want to play in college? How many of you have dreams of playing at a much bigger level? And they'll all raise their hand. But there's a huge difference between raising your hand and wanting to and doing what it takes to do it. And... I I can recall uh, coaching a team back in, uh, I think it was 99, uh, either 98 or 99, back in South Carolina before we came out. This was a group of high school kids that were playing fall ball. And I told my wife, I said, none of them are going to make it. She says, how do you know that? I said, because they're not willing to do what it takes to get to where they want to go off the field. They need somebody else to push them and i 'm telling you right now, in the beginning, maybe you do need somebody to push you, but until you find that inner drive that 's going to do it no matter what because i 'm going to you, over these these fourteen years i 've actually had to modify I started running and I ran from I think it was uh, two thousand two two thousand and three till about two thousand and twelve and my body started to break down, and my hips were hurting, my knees were hurting. I didn't do a very good job of stretching. Um, my weight was down, and I was scared to death that I wasn't going to be able to continue to work out. So I finally broke down and I bought a video. Many of you have seen it, um, it's extremely popular. It's probably one of the, the highest selling videos ever for, for working out P90X. And I didn't really know what to expect, but I thought, well, heck, there's going to be some ideas in here, and and, and I'm where I want to be weight-wise, but I can't continue to run, so if, or, or at least run at the pace I was because guys, I was running ten to thirteen miles a day, and eventually, your body just breaks down. You know, my forty almost it'll be forty-four at the end of this month. Your old body cannot take the beating that I could give it at twenty, and. Um, so I bought P90X, not knowing anything about Beachbody. I didn't even know Beachbody freaking existed. And um, they, they introduced me to something called Shakeology. Now, for those that are looking to lose weight, my, my diet has never been the ideal diet for doing so. Now, one thing you do get when you order any of those Beachbody um, programs is, is you get a book that teaches you about meals, what you can make. I'm just too freaking lazy to do that. Um, I, I'll go buy me some some almonds or something like that, but if i if I got to prepare chicken and all this stuff, the fortunate part is my wife doesn't like beef, so if I want chicken, she'll be more than happy to make that. But uh, um, my lifestyle didn't give into to it. So you want to know what, what I did as far as my, my meals before I got to the P90X? Dude, I love Wendy's. I used to eat Wendy's almost every day. Before baseball practice, there's a little Wendy's over. It. If for those of you that may be in Nashville or are familiar with Nashville, and, and Vanderbilt University, the football stadium is on, on on a certain part of the campus, and there's a Wendy's right beside it. I go to that Wendy's every day. I'd get indoctrinated with Rush Limbaugh, and, and don't judge me on that one. Just just go with me, and I'd eat. Uh, number one single meal. And I do remember when that sucker was two dollars and ninety nine cents. Today it's like six. Um we'll get into more of that one on the financial side. But I would eat it each and every day and I can carry that on. And that was part of the reason I gained weight. But when I started working out and I started running, all I did, guys, is I, I adjusted my eating patterns a little bit. I adjusted it to where when I went to Wendy's and I got that meal deal, I'd get a salad instead of a fry. I still ate the burger. I'm still going to eat the burgers. Um, Today, now that I'm at the weight, do I go out and have some fries? Yeah, I like French fries. Do I have ice cream? Yeah, I have ice cream. And the thing that I have learned over this period of time is I know exactly what it took for me to lose the weight. So when I gain three or four or five pounds, I know I'm not scared of it anymore because I, I can make myself lose that weight relatively quick. But let me tell you right now. Those of you, when I give you the story about the kids in the baseball team and telling me they want to play professional baseball or college baseball and not willing to do the work, what I really see is a bunch of kids who who have not it's not really even a dream. It, it, it's something um, less than a dream. It, it's a hope. It's a wish. It's a wish, that's the word. It's a wish. I wish that I could make it to Major League Baseball. I wish that I could play college baseball. But you don't do what it takes to do it. A lot of you out there right now are 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 in a position where you know you want to lose, you you know you need to lose weight. You know what you need to do to lose weight. But you don't really want to lose weight because you won't make the time to do it and until you do that we're just wasting our breath. We're wasting our breath trying to talk you into it. So what we're going to do on on the faith, finance, and fitness website is I am going to put together a, a page that where you can re- work directly with me if you'd like, um, an accountability group. I'll tell you what I do. I've got P90X, I've got T25, I've got Insanity, I've got Body Beast, I've got PIO, and there's many other more that you're going to need stuff like that to get you going. Maybe you don't have an hour a day. Maybe you can't start off. In the beginning, if you're 80 or 100 pounds overweight, you're not going to be able to begin by running an entire hour. You're gonna to have to get yourself to that point. I'm willing to work with you to get to that point. One other thing that I do every single day, every day, is I drink a, a, a shake called Shakeology. Now, does that am I out here trying to sell it to you? No. In fact, if you're interested in buying I'm going to point you to someone who can help you out a little bit better with that. But um, we're going to have the accountability group. I'm also working with a friend of mine, and hopefully we can find 50 or 49 others throughout the, the country that maybe have facilities where you can work out. I would love to be able to point you in those directions because maybe you want to work with someone local. We want to find those people so we can point you in their direction. It may be a beach body coach. It may be um, someone that is a, a, a owns a fitness center. It may be me. We can work directly on this, and I will have a contact. There's a contact page already on the on the complete fit, uh, complete fitness, uh, faith finance and fitness um, com page, and, and you can click on that and ask me more about it. it. May take a little while for us to get there, but folks, if you're wanting to lose weight and you're wanting to get in better shape, you've got to. Do what it takes to do that. Until you are willing to do that and do it consistently, you're going to continue to be frustrated. Let's work together. I'll help motivate you, and we'll help find that drive. The next segment, we're going to go into financial fitness, and I'm going to talk about my experience in this industry, and I'm going to tell you some things that, whether you want to believe me or not, they're true. And I'm going to teach you about fees. I'm going to teach you as young folks what you need to be looking out for and what is being pushed on you each and every day and why it's being pushed on you. And I will talk a little bit in in very vagueness about what David Simpson does and why if you're looking for full financial fitness – I'll point you in his direction if we're looking for just a a pure investment I'm going to tell you a little bit about that in the next segment but uh, and we'll start it off with a song that I think is so freaking funny Um, and you got to listen to the words but uh, um, I found it a couple years ago and it was my intro when I would go on the air here in Wichita so hey when we get back that's our little segment on on physical fitness when we get back we're going to financial fitness and I hope you'll still be with us and we'll talk about it then see you in a minute
4: and protecting your private, personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working For You with Arvind Vora, weekdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Lots of people talk about publishing their work, but have no idea where to start. If you are one of these aspiring authors or know somebody who is, don't miss Publishing Today Radio with Athena Dean Holtz thought leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs, and in general, storytellers all want to get their messages in print. And that includes branding and marketing. Athena and her guests are here to answer your publishing questions and more. Tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel
0: And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show, Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety.
4: Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: tuned to the mickey ellison show to connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or you can drop mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com like our show on facebook now back to the show
2: Welcome back to the Vicki Ellison Show, where we have announced today the the website Faith Finance and Fitness and how we're going to be doing more to it. You know, if some of you want to go out there, you can test the website on the on on the contacts tab and just humor me by let me know that there's actually more than just me listening to myself and Justin over there listening to me as well. So uh, it'd be nice to know if someone's actually hearing the show. You can contact me on the it's again faithfinanceandfitness.com. You go there, click on it, and uh, You can actually email me, mickey at faithfinancefitness.com, or you can uh, um, hit the contact button and see if it actually works. I just hit test. I'm still waiting to see if I'm going to get an email on that one. So, again, it's a work in progress. So the first segment, we talked a little bit about physical fitness, and uh, we played the old song from, from the Rocky movies, There's No Easy Way Out, and there isn't. There's no easy way out if you really want to lose weight and you want to maintain it for the rest of your life. Um, are you going to be able to maintain it at, uh, at 60 like you can at, at 80? I mean, at, at 20? Probably not. You're going to have to make adjustments through that. And we'll walk you through that. I'll actually have some people that I can put you in touch with who are in their 50s or 60s that uh, um, can help you in the in this fitness phase. And it's going to take a little bit of investment in yourself. So, But now we're going to hit. What I've been doing for the last 16 years as far as how I make a living. And I'm going to tell you some things that hopefully I still have a job when I'm done with this. But um, if not, I guess we'll figure out another way to make a living. But uh, hey, let's go. And I got a song I want you to hear. It's by Hank Williams Jr. And the first time I heard it, it just cracked me up. But it is so, there's so much truth in this song. So, uh, um, Justin, if you would play the song Stop Market Blues by Hank Williams Jr.
4: Hey Charlie Snob, could you make me some investments? I want to get the hell out of here I've ordered my Mercedes I want to meet some classy ladies And start drinking champagne instead of beer Much money, but we can work out something. I could send you 20 bucks a week. He said, That's not how it works. And just what is your net worth? I said, My net worth is what I got on me. So I called up my mother in law, told her about the ad I saw, guaranteeing a fortune to be made. I said, I need a hundred foul Cause we have got to jump in now We'll make a bunch and split it up two ways So I met her down at the bank Grabbed a check and then I ran As fast as I could to their store Now here's all the money So pick some winners, Sonny And call me up when we make the big score Evening news, stock market really had the blues And when it closed, it set an all-time low I wondered where did I go wrong Why did this happen to me, Lord? I've got to get that money back, you know Well, I just sat there and wondered why I was gonna buy low and sell it high But things sure didn't work out that way I don't know what I'm gonna do. And to tell y'all the truth, I think I've lost my assets today Hey, broker man, please don't make no more investments Cause I would like to keep my shirt and pants Cancel that Mercedes! I'm going back to the old lady In Little Rock instead of his friend No, I'll never play that game again I think y'all saw me coming, friend And I jumped right in like a big fool Oh, I thought I'd make some money But it's really kind of funny Cause I borrowed all of it from you-know-who Oh, I thought I'd make some money but it really kind of funny, Mother borrowed all of it from you-know-who. Yes, mother-in-law, dear, I'm checking on it right now.
2: <laughs> oh, my heavens, the first time I heard that song, it cracked me up so much that... Uh, um, But there's so much dang truth to it. The bullshit that is in this financial planning world. And those of you, uh, there's some very serious parts that I want to talk about on this. But um, you really look at it and you just laugh. I remember um, when I first got into the business. look, I'm just an old hick from South Carolina that just happens to have a degree from Vanderbilt University because I was willing to do what those kids that I was telling you about that didn't make it through college baseball, I was willing to do what they were to, wouldn't do. And I got the opportunity to, to play baseball in the SEC against some of the best players, um, people you've heard of, Todd Helton, um, probably being the most famous of those that I played against, but Paul Bird and and some other guys that, that were in the conference at the time. But I'm just a, a normal I, I don't know. I don't fit into the industry itself um, because when I first got there, they would, you know, they'd fly you up to to look at an investment, and when they take you up there, they they take you to a fancy wine, either wine tasting or they'll take you to a museum or every once in a while you run into one take you to a ball game. I ran into one that took us to a Cubs game, and you'd have the... The hors d'oeuvres and the cocktails and all those things, and, and then they would come in and tell us about the greatest investment on the planet and how they were so great. And the funny thing that I always asked, but I was never willing to ask it out loud, was if your damn investment is so freaking good, why are you paying for me to go to all this stuff? If it was that good, I would know about it, and I would be coming to you to get it, and I would pay you. To get that information so let's talk about some of the things you need to look out for first of all i'm gonna hit with the young folks um one of the things that that is extremely important in, in financial planning especially if you're a you're a young couple with a couple of kids you do need life insurance but man are you swimming with the sharks when you do that one you're going to run into places where um uh, frankly the only way one of the few ways that um a financial planner makes, and makes money to where it's worth putting up with you or dealing with you if you're just getting started is through life insurance. And I'm just going to say this out loud. if When you are introduced to a variable life insurance policy, I'm not going to go Dave Ramsey and say there's no place for any permanent insurance, and it should all be term because I, I can come up with instances where it does make sense to have permanent life insurance. But if we're going to talk a little bit about young people coming in, you don't have a lot of money to start with. You need to start investing money, and they're going to sell it to you as a way to um, do both. Okay, With, with, with uh, variable universal life insurance, is one of might get called, might get whole, whole life. You're going to run into different things like this, but I'm going to tell you right now, folks, in the first year of most of those contracts – the first year, you know, where you might be buying a term policy for half a million dollars or a million dollars. I mean, my wife is 42 years old, and I've got a half million dollars a term on her that's cost $315 a year. But some of these will ask for you to put $100 a month into them. If you're rel- relatively healthy and you're a, a young couple, especially in your 20s, you're probably looking at 10 bucks a month maybe is what you should probably be paying for life insurance. But if you give in and you don't want to listen to me, and you buy one of these variable life insurance policies, I'm going to teach you about what's known as a target premium. Target premium is what the what the broker actually gets paid off of. And many times, it's it can be as high as 100% of what you paid in for the first year. Now, I'm no rocket scientist, but if that's an investment, and 100% of the money is going to the broker that sold it to you in the first year, um... I don't see where that's good for you. So um, getting started, you know, go to someone like Vanguard. Go there and and start buying index funds and and, and begin to save. But first of all, you need to save money in a cash form so that if you have an emergency, you can actually deal with that. Um, Now to you old smart folks getting ready for retirement. You're the target. I get emails each and every day of ways to target you, ways to manipulate you to get you to do this thing. And, you know, there's a couple things to think about. Let's think about the, the word retirement. We th- what, what age do we think of it? I'm betting Justin over there thinks 62 or 65. Everyone wondered why. Why is it 62 or 65? What if it's 62 or 65 I don't want to quit? What if it's 50 I want to quit? What if I want to do some type of work for the rest of my life? I'm not going to say what I'm going to want to do at 65 because I'm only 43, almost 44. So I may seek to retire, but what is that going to look like? But what we're going to do in faith, finance, and fitness is we're going to give you an opportunity to contact us. I believe David Simpson, who has been on this show a couple of times, has the best overall financial plan that you can work with. One is to get you thinking outside of – just stocks, bonds, mutual funds, that sort of thing that you do in your 401k. Um, he will get you thinking of things that have intrinsic value. Some of those things that have intrinsic value have value no matter what. And I'm not going to get into a big talk about the financial system, although it, it is it, – if, if people knew how dangerous this was in the financial system and how how, how really it, it, it works on something – that we would never dream of. Faith. When you get a dollar bill in your hand, what does that mean? What does that dollar represent? Why if I keep that dollar bill if in, in 10 years, if I just hang on to that dollar bill, it will buy me less than it would have when, when I first put the dollar bill in my pocket? Why is that? Why does that sort of stuff happen? And when you find out and you start looking into it, you start to see that, dude's we're nothing but a bunch of puppets. When I first got into the industry, I started looking, uh, I saw investments. Let's think about this. If you go to visit a financial planner and they show you a, a chart, and many of you have seen these charts that show, well, the stock market averages nine to twelve percent every over over a long period of time. Okay. How many fees are involved in that stock market that's averaging nine to twelve percent? Okay, let's say it's 12. Okay, you go in and buy an investment. How do you know what the actual fees are? The number one example I would tell you to do with every single financial planner that you go to and you're buying a new product is you say, what are my fees? And I don't want them in percentages. I want them in dollars. You can give me an example. If I give you $100,000 today, the dollar amount in fees that are going to be paid because a lot of those fees you don't see. But many of the products that you run into will have 2%, 3 4 5% in fees. And I'm not going to knock fees in and of themselves because you might actually get something for those fees. But if you're looking for return and you buy an investment and you're expecting 10 percent return, and the fees within that investment are 7 percent, and the average mutual fund doesn't um, can't keep up with the the index that it uses as its benchmark, then you must ask yourself if you're doing if your return is less than the benchmark or equal to the benchmark, and you charge me two to three percent in fees. How in the hell am I supposed to get that ten percent? And they're going to be more like seven. And many times people will, will sit here and think, "Well, we've we've got these financial planners, man. They know more than we do." Often, I don't know if that's true. Common sense will kick in. I'll tell you what we did, and we've got about two or three minutes left in in this segment of the show, but. Um, Again, David Simpson, I'll put you in touch with him. I will have a place once I have his permission to, to post a link to, to him um, on the website. And, heck, I don't know if anybody listening to the show is even going to go to the website. So uh, um, I'll post it for those that actually do decide to go there, and it may not be people listening to the show. But several years ago, um, I, I actually think our financial system is just bullshit for the most part. And, um, unfortunately, you've got a group of people out there that are scared to death, that are scaring you of everything that, that's coming down the pike. And then you got another group of people out there that are oblivious to it. And, unfortunately, those that are oblivious to the system are the ones that are going to get hurt the most because they don't understand what's about, what could happen to them. What we're looking at in Greece, and I'm going to hit you with this one in the in the next segment because we're going to love you with the truth. And I'm loving you with the truth now, but… In 2012, I sat down ready to quit this business, and um, I could. I asked myself that same question. How can I go to clients and, and tell them to expect 10 to 12% rate of return when the products that we're offering have 2%, 3 4%? I actually ran into a couple that have 12.5%, and I will talk to you about those. Um, but I sat down, and I did research for two months to find out if buying the index, buying it through an index fund was better than a little little strategy that we put together. Three years later, we have $9 million in a strategy that we didn't create, mean to, to create. The fees are, are are as blunt as they can be. It costs an average of about 1% um, for us to manage that money, but uh, um, it's very simple. And if it doesn't work, it costs you very little to get out, You can do, and, and you can do it instantly. So what we've talked about, and again, I can do an entire show on this, and if I can talk David Simpson into coming back in before the show ends in a few weeks, We'll have a show completely on finance, but uh, um, we're going to leave for now. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the faith side of it, and we're going to talk about how we can actually love you with the truth. And You may not like what you want to hear, but in the end, guys, in the end, we are made to thrive. So how do we thrive in this world going mad? Um, We'll come back after this break, and we're going to love you with the truth. See you then.
4: stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com
0: what can you find on get real radio well quite honestly who you really are Get Real Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This could end up being the best time of your week. is heard Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety.
4: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
1: You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to Mickey at MickeyEllison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show.
2: Hey, that number that was just thrown out, I might actually have someone just dial it sometimes in the next three weeks. I'll see if it actually works. Um Maybe Justin, you can call me on the on that line too, and, and you pretend like you're a listener to the show. But just kidding. Um, now, if we do have someone call in, they're gonna wonder if we staged it. But hey, I did forget something in that last segment. We're talking about financial planning, and I promised on the uh, on, on the show description that we would. Uh, I tell you what, your best investment is. I want you to get up. I want you to walk over to your bathroom or walk over somewhere else and look in the mirror. You're staring at your best investment. That's your best investment. That is the one thing that uh, you have the most control over, although there are circumstances where you may not. But that is your best investment. And that's why we do the physical fitness part of it, because you only have one life. And there can be things that strike you down. You've seen some of the greatest athletes in the world get struck down with cancer or with something else um, that, that kills them. But in the meantime, that investment is physical. And it's also financial. But I want you to um, think about something when we, as we go to the the part of the next song. I'm not going to play the whole thing because I want to talk a little bit more. But it's called Love You With The Truth by Casting Crowns. And when, when we play this song, I want you to, uh, to sit back and think of what the real truth is. Because we're focusing on finance and we're focusing on, on, on uh, physical fitness. But Why? But why. So, Justin, go ahead and uh, play that song, and uh, I'll tell you when to, uh, to fade it down. Thanks, bud. <laughs>
3: I'm waiting on the preachers, singers and the teachers To string the perfect words together But every single time I have to say goodbye I wonder will this be the last time I can not call myself your friend and walk away When we love, we earn the right to speak the truth When we speak truth, we show the world we truly Holding out my hair, I'll lay it all on the line now, to see God save my friend. Let my life and my words be the proof. I'm gonna love you with the truth. Ride with Him, it's not about religion or earning God's forgiveness with magic prayers and new behavior, It's all about your heart to meet you where you are. Turn from your sin and trust in Christ as Lord. And Jesus is the truth, the life, the way. When we love, we earn the right to speak the truth. When we speak.
2: I'm going to love you with the truth. I'm going to read something to you. It says, Do you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, and that you are not your own? For you have been purchased at a price, therefore glorify God in your body. The next one goes, Dishonest money dwindles away, but he who gathers money little by little makes it grow. Invest in seven ventures, yes, in eight. You do not know what disaster may come upon the land? And when we talk about the the dishonest, well, there's plenty of dishonest money around. Look at the poor people of Greece right now; they're getting ready to suffer in a way that um, they couldn't imagine. Going to, can you imagine going to your ATM and not being able to pull out money? Guess what? the the They were like sixty-seven dollars. was the equivalent? I think it was sixty euros that they could pull out at one time. Um. You don't think your bank has the ability to do that to you now? Test it. See how much you can pull out within a day. If that is in there that can prevent you today, it can prevent you from pulling more. And understanding the banking system and all these things, and stuff, I, I don't understand it all. Because some of it just, for God's sake, just doesn't make sense. But why is it that we focus Why is it we're going to focus on fitness and the financial part? Is it because we want to show our bodies off on Facebook pages so that people can look at us and go, whoa, look at me. It reminds me of the kid. I've I've got a a, a nine-year-old boy that goes to do something. Watch me, Dad. Watch me, Dad. That's what you're doing on Facebook. Without thinking about the damage that you're going to do, I read something earlier about that Paul wrote about not putting obstacles in in the way of people's faith. When you're posting on Facebook pictures of you half naked, you are putting obstacles in somebody's way, whether you want to admit it or not. And if you have, and you're sitting there going, "Well, okay, well, how do I draw people's attention to what I'm doing in a physical fitness way?" Because they've got to see I lost weight. Well, dude, if you lost eighty pounds, you can see that with your clothes on. So. Be careful what you're posting out there when you're doing it because we are brought here to glorify God with our bodies. The reason that we, we strive to stay healthy is because I want, and I hope the people that join us with Faith, Finance, and Fitness, I hope that you will want to do the same thing. We have to be healthy as long as we can because we're, our bodies are a way that we spread the word of God. And money, why do we save the money? Is it so we can go buy big houses? I don't give a crap if you go buy a big house. I mean, I guess if you're van- it's all vanity. In the end, we die. In the end, this physical fitness, my six-pack abs, or whoever else might have six-pack abs, in the end, they all die. They all go away. So what are we seeking? We're seeking eternity, folks. And eternity is coming one way or another. Whether we believe, you know, I may not be right in my beliefs in Jesus Christ, but I think I am. Some of you out there that may be listening to this show will say, well, I don't believe there's a God. Okay, I can't make you believe there's a God. But if we get to the end and we go into eternity, if you are right on the atheist side, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference. Because what we will have done with faith, finance, and fitness is we will have actually shared with people to make the world better going forward. To help people out of debt today. And people will say, well, why do I want to help somebody out of debt? Imagine the church. And this is to those of you that are, that are Christians. Imagine the church with absolutely zero debt. You talk about all these missions that you want to be able to fund and all these different things you want to be able to do in your local towns. Imagine how much more can be given if your entire congregation is debt-free. But what we've got is we've got people out there that are interested in selling books. We have people who are interested in getting you to uh, pay for their seminars and all these different things. When the real reality is, yes, you should do some of the things. Have a budget. Know how much you spend. Know how much your bills are. Know what they are. You have to know those things. You have to know those. But you don't need to spend thousands of dollars learning how to do that. We're going to help you with that as well on, on faith, finance, and fitness. But ultimately, what we can do the most is we can give. Doesn't mean we don't save. I'm going to put in – I believe you probably should be saving at least 10% of your income because you don't know what what's going to come. But we're going to – when we become debt-free, we get to the point where we can thrive. We can thrive as Christian people because I'm telling you right now, folks – We live in a world, for those of us that are Christians, we're already seeing, I think it was uh, uh, the guy that, I can't remember his name actually now. But there are people that are being martyred right now financially because maybe they didn't want to serve someone that was homosexual. And the people that are homosexual are coming out here calling saying, hey, you're not being tolerant. Well, damn, dude, you're not being tolerant of me either because there's somebody else that can bake your freaking cake. And they will bake your cake. Why don't you open up your own bakery to make your own cakes for whoever you want to serve. But you want to talk about freedom and tolerance while being intolerant to the people who have strong beliefs in their God and they believe that they will be sinning against God so you're forcing them into financial martyrdom. And I believe as a Christian that we are on our way To a position where not only will we be financially martyred, we might actually be physically martyred. It sounds extreme, but you look at what's going on right now. they are people in different points are dividing us. You had people get killed in Charleston a few weeks back. And next thing you know, you've got a group of people that are talking about Confederate flags. When the people of Charleston, the people of South Carolina came together. But there's people trying to divide it. And people will continue to try to divide it. But folks, we are going to go on a mission with faith, finance, and fitness. We are going to push a dollar a day until we find and we will find millions of people that will do this. And we will eliminate debt. And these people that have had their debt eliminated will be able to give in a way that's never been seen before. And we will also teach you how to live outside of the system. There's so much more that we need to talk about. And we're going to talk about those in the next few few shows and Hopefully, um, this show will have left a, a, a lasting message on you and, and something that actually drives you, not today's specific show, but the show in general. But we're going to end this show on a positive note because we were made to thrive. We were made to thrive, but we've got to decide, do we thrive in this world or do we thrive somewhere else outside of this world? Because Paul wrote that, that we, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. We're going towards eternity, and that is where we will thrive, and that is where no matter what you do to us on this earth, if you decide to physically or financially martyr us, we still thrive in the end. So we're going to end the show um, with the song Thrive by Casting Crowns, and I'll see you guys next week. All right, Justin, will you play that for us?
3: Weary land where many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So, living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to may out to show them who you are. So live
1: For joining us on the Mickey Ellison Show. Mickey plans to be here again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We hope you'll be here too.